What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lights Not Off One Podcast. I'm Patrick. That's Claire, and we had our season finisher today at Abu Dhabi. Uh, what were your thoughts on our? Age? Yeah. You know, I wasn't expecting much, but it ended up being a pretty good race. So I'd say like seven out of ten. Nice. Yeah. I'd say like the early part of the race was like not as exciting. Boring. The later part of the race. Yeah, for sure. Super exciting. Um. Admittedly, I was like sitting there, like kind of. I was praying on Yuki's downfall. <laughs> Come on, do something, do something, guys! Come on. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the end, uh, Yuki fell down to eighth after a uh, great switchback on Lewis Hamilton. So that was good. Uh, but yeah, let's just run through it. Uh, Red Bull. Dominant. I mean. Uh, Max, yeah, Checo's his own thing. He had a poor qualifying, not surprising. Mm. Um, but ultimately, you know, he could have gotten P three, but yeah, that he had to crash into Bando. <laughs> yeah, um, whatever the fans think of the the penalty, like he got the penalty, so yeah, so that was good. Um. I don't know. I wanted Mercedes to get P2 in the championship. So so I was happy that uh, Charles and uh, Checo's little antics at the end didn't, uh, didn't uh, hinder that. I see. But yeah, no, and Max just top of the class, obviously, pole and then just beating and not really having to worry about it after turn one. So, so yeah. I mean, he didn't really pull away during the first stint. He was, like, within two seconds of Charles at all times. But I think after the the first pit stop, it was... Oh, yeah, it was, pretty, it was over. <laughs> the same for him. Yeah, so not much to worry about for him. Mm. Um, Mercedes ended up beating out Ferrari by two points. Something uh, like that, yeah. yeah. So Lewis's P9 finish, finish actually mattered. <laughs> yep. Never yep. That Poor Carlos. Yeah. Every point counts. You know that that P four five six, um, in the constructors was between like what, two points, three, uh, two or three so points. The second place one was split. Ferrari was four points behind Mercedes, um, and then for uh, I'm talking drivers. Yeah, drivers were split by like fifteen yep. points, between Carlos, Charles, Lando, and. Fernando. Fernando, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Lando ended up second in that group, and Charles ended up on top of it, um, which fair play. Uh, he had an excellent back-to-back uh, second-place finishes, so good for him. Well, I think, actually, Fernando got P4 because he had more second-place finishes in the season. Oh, uh, But Yeah, um, how would you rate Mercedes Day? They were lucky. I mean, Lewis had no pace, it seemed like, mm. compared when he got next to a car. When he was by himself, he was fine, but once he got into dirty air or something, like, the tires would just kind of give out on him. But, um, yes, I mean, they were lucky that that they could pull out two instructors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Pretty much just because I was right. Yeah, yeah. Fernando said uh, fourth on same points, but, I, yeah. I'm always right. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, 
I mean, I thought that Lando should have gotten P4 based on, like, how strong he's been these last couple of races. But, you know, points are points, and it's always next year. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's good to see, you know, the, the top six all pretty close, top seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> tough day for Lewis. Um Mm-hmm. Tough two weeks, yeah. Yeah, and then I feel bad for Carlos because that's two back-to-back weeks and he's just been unlucky during free practice or qualifying. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. So um, I think it's two years George also. Oh yeah. George has been sick, like physically ill mm-hmm. for like past month, but coming up with some like great results for the team points. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for next season. Yeah. Ready for a restart because, man, <laughs> Red Bull and Max. I don't think it's going to change much, but we'll get to that. Um, I guess McLaren on the day. Uh, Lando P4. And Pretty solid. Oscar P9? Uh, no, they were P5. five and six. Yeah, four and five. I think they were five and six. Five and six. Checo was four. Oh, Lando didn't stay within five seconds? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. It's five and six. No, no, no. Because I'm pretty sure... Well, don't quote me, but... He got some damage from the crash. I don't know. I don't know. Checo had good pace. Yeah. I will say that. He definitely was making the comeback if it weren't for that penalty. He definitely would have been on the podium, but... You gotta drive clean, so... Um... Yeah, uh, we kind of skipped over Ferrari, but I mean, we kind of talked about whatever. Um, Aston Martin, weird day. Weird day. I wasn't expecting that. Well, you know, kind of they had a bit of bounce back, and so I guess I was just worried that they were going to score good points or something. And uh, well, I mean, Alonso did come in, come in clutch with that P four finish for the constructors. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, for the drivers, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy that McLaren as a team did better. Obviously, Oscar Piastri like freaking blue Lance Stroll out of the water, rookie. Yep. You know. Um. But yeah, they had. I mean, Stroll got a point, both on the points. Um. Good result for them, I, I suppose. I like. I guess they had this season, but not a low low for the end. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, McLaren had a season of thirds where it was like the first third of the season was awful, and then the second third of the season was spectacular, and then the third uh, third of the season was good. I won't say spectacular, like second part of the season, like Silverstone, Austria, those races like in the middle, like seven or eight races, fantastic. Like you got to see a lot of podiums, you got to see Oscar and Lando's actual race pace and a really good car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this last part of the season, it was kind of, you got to see where they match up against like the other top five teams because <laughs> there are five of them yeah. now. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's good. So good for racing. Yeah. Um, we also got to see Paddle Award take over Lando's car during FP1. Um, we got to see okay. Isaac Hajar take over Max's car. Um, Frederick Vesti take over. Lewis's car. 
there were 10 rookies today so uh at 10 rookies on friday um in fp1 so very strange proceedings but uh all um ollie oliver oliver bearman was in the house yeah uh you up a chair in uh in an offshore man yeah probably he won the f2 championship oh yeah i just want to look at that because frederick Vesti scared the heck out of him got p2 yeah yeah um, um, I think both Alpine Academy drivers got one. They got one two in the race, the feature race, mm, which was kinda, Victor Martin. Kinda cool. I think we saw Jack Doohan. Uh, a Shuey from Jack Doohan. Nice. Um, moving yes. down, Alpine. It was a weird race. Uh, I don't <laughs> understand that team. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. They're like making cool drivers, but then it's like they're messing both of them up by doing that. Well, the thing is, like, because like when they give when they give Esteban the the preferential first pit stop, even it messes up Pierre, and then and then Pierre gets a second preferential choice with the second stop, but then it just doesn't help him. It doesn't help either of them, and then they're both disadvantaged yeah. and fall back. Like, just pit your yeah. drivers in front first, like, and I yes, understand where Pierre's coming that's from, how it should and go. Then tell him that he had nims until after they pitted him second. I was like, okay, well, it's kind of pointless then at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a team. Wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was funny. I heard one of the commentators be like, Lewis Hamilton must think that there are like 10 Alpines on the track today. Because kept coming out either like right in front of one or like right behind one. Yeah. So it was like everywhere he went, he was like, who, who, which one? <laughs> There's an Alpine in front of me or behind me? Like, what is going on? But yeah, yeah, that was Lewis Hamilton's race. Yeah, uh, that's a yeah, that's a representation. Um, but yeah, moving down, uh, Williams managed to secure P seven. Oh, actually, back to Alpine. They had the most lonely P six I've ever seen. <laughs> like we've yeah. seen some pretty no lonely. No one was close to touching them. Yeah, but they weren't close. Either, to either way. I think McLaren almost tripled their point tally, but they had almost triple the point tally. Actually, they had over triple the point tally of uh, Williams in seventh. So that was like the loneliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, kind of a weird, weird season for them, mm-hmm. for sure. Hopefully, they'll get it together next season with like more of like some, a cohesive team. They had some weird, good results like Espen in Monaco or Pierre in Belgium, but then you had a race like mm-hmm. this where neither of them were on it. Yeah. For sure. Um, but moving down the field, Williams had an awful race, um, which was expected. Yeah, no pace. Yeah, none. I mean, they were sitting in the back for most of it. Um, tire deck was huge. Uh, they're not good when it's hot. So, yep. yeah, not a good race for either of them. Qualifying. It, it was, yeah, it was tough to walk in qualifying. I don't. I don't know. Because I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. Track limits turn one. Like. The wild part is his lap time was good enough to get him into Q2 and Q3, like respectively. <laughs> but you have to stay between the lines because you gain yeah. an advantage anyway. It's like a millisecond. So. Um. But yeah. So. I don't think they've confirmed who the second seat is yet. I don't know. I, I'm gonna assume it's Logan just because they haven't said anything. But. Yeah, uh, I think if Frederick Vesey won the title, he might have been able to get the seat. But now I don't think there's anything to warrant it. So, well, I mean, he did a good job in F two, but 
Yeah, well, we said that last year as well. <laughs> Frederick Vesti is just like yeah. Dale Corsair in that, like, they're both an F2 expected to win. Like, I don't think there are any other real contenders for that title. Maybe Ayuma Owasa, mm -hmm. and that was more of a surprise than anything, but those two were the expected title contenders. Um, so, yeah. I think that spot is still Logan's for now. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, moving yep. down the grid, I think... Oh, Alphatari guy. Alphatari. Yeah. Uh, that car is One point quick. off of... Uh, oh, it was three. Off of Williams. Three? Yeah. Because Yuki got overtaken by... Uh, Fernando. Let's check, but yeah, I mean, weird season for them too with changing their drivers a lot. Um, you know, having four different know. drivers in that car. I didn't know there was a rule that like limited the amount of drivers you had in a, you could have in a car, but I guess it makes sense. Um, what What is the number? It's four. So like, what? if Danny Rick or Yuki got injured at all, they'd have to bring Nick DeVries back to the seat. Oh, well, what about... Um... Liam Lawson? Yeah. Yeah. They'd have, like, let's just say both Yuki and Danny Rick got injured. Like, both of them did, yeah. yeah. Then Nick DeVries would be another drive in F1. <laughs> um, yeah. No, Liam Lawson did a great job. He deserved yeah. a seat. Yeah, it's Next hard. Next year, but he got one. It's really tough just because, like, I don't know if you would take Danny Rick or Liam Lawson. Like, Liam Lawson did show some serious pace, but also Danny Rick in Mexico, like, imagine if that was Liam Lawson in that spot. He probably wouldn't have done that. Also, I don't know what it is yeah. for Danny Rick in Mexico, but, like, in the McLaren, he was quick in Mexico. And the Alpha Tower, he is quick in yes. Mexico. It's wild. Him That's and that his track. track. Is, yeah, that is his track. Um, yeah. As much as he wants Coda to be his track, it's not. Yeah. Mexico. <laughs> um, moving down, ninth place uh, finish was Alfa Romeo. Extremely quiet. It's not much to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're officially going to stop being Alfa Romeo. I feel, I feel bad for them. Not really. Okay. And um, it's not sad. No. It's sad for Terry He's a great driver. Well, yeah. He but I hasn't think... been able to do much this season. He's sitting on money. He's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's a race driver and he wants to be competing. He's probably the most nonchalant it's race right. driver it's ever. Be sure, but that's because he hasn't had like the opportunity to be uh, a front driver. Yeah, I guess. In, uh... in a team where he was like the one. Mm. He's always been the second. Yeah. And then now he's just the number one driver, but now he's in an uncompetitive car. Yeah. I don't really see either of those two as a number oh. one driver for that team. I think, like... Charlie's not going to be the number one driver for that team. I mean, looking at it on a points basis, like, it's not like Valtteri outscored him by some landslide margin. Like, I'd compare... No, but he's a proven race winner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which is more than you can say about even Lando Norris. Yeah. insane. Okay, but that's like saying if you had Valtteri in the other McLaren seat, that you would have him as the number one driver. That is a tricky one right yeah, there. I, I know. Okay, so we'll move past that. Um, 
Alpha Romeo got ninth. Not much to talk about there. All we know is that they're transforming back into just Sauber until the Audi takeover in 2026. Um, I don't. I think Hi. Audi will be investing in the Sauber team, um, but more on the facility side rather than the car for this regulation. So Alpha Romeo could realistically be 10th place two years back to back next year and the following, um, which would With suck. Moss, yeah. Yeah. Um, Haas. Poor Haas, right back to the back of the field. Yeah. My good golly, they are at the budget cap, apparently. They said that. But what has that gotten them? They said that B spec car was supposed to be better, and Nico Hulkenberg disliked it so much he went back to the A spec. That is wild. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What to say about that team? Mm. They have gotten nowhere this season. They've yeah. gone backwards. They maintain both their drivers for next year. I don't think it's a driver problem. I. I it's not it. a driver problem. It's not a driver. It's, it's, a like, it's not like they're the greatest drivers ever, but they're definitely midfield drivers. No, they so could, they it's, could drive. It's such a car problem. They could drive for points for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So, that's your order for the end of the year as far as the constructors: Red Bull, Mercedes, beat out Ferrari by two points. Four, second, and third, respectively. Um, McLaren beat out Ashton Martin. Um, I don't even know the points coverage for it, but it was a pretty decent points coverage. Um, yeah. For fourth and fifth, respectively. Sixth place was Alpine, uh, who were very alone. Uh, I'd self. Seventh place was Williams. Eighth place was Alfatari. Ninth place was Alfa Romeo. And tenth place was Haas. Um, as yes. far as movement on the table... Uh, Red Bull remain at the top. Mercedes remain second. Um, no, 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 no. Do, doesn't Mercedes move up one? No, Mercedes ended up taking the second place spot last year. Really? I believe so. I can double check that. But yeah. Well, double check. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah. McLaren moved up. McLaren moved up two spots. Um, let me double check. I just need to see the order. Okay, sorry. McLaren moved up two spots. Aston Martin moved up two spots from 7th to 5th. LP moved down two spots um, from 4th to 6th. Williams moved up three spots from 10th to 7th. Uh... Oh, you're correct, actually. Ferrari ended up... I didn't know they did this well in Abu Dhabi, actually. Me too. Uh, yes. So, Ferrari went down one. Mercedes went up one. Um, AlphaTauri went always from... Correct. I've been correct. <laughs> AlphaTauri went from ninth to eighth. Alfa Romeo went down three spots for our largest loser, going from sixth to ninth. And Haas moved down two spots to go from eighth to tenth. Oof, that's that is a little bit of a mix-up. Yeah. Who stayed the same? Just Red Bull. Uh, yeah, actually, it was literally just Red Bull. Just Red Bull. So here's the wild part about right. the point spreads, right? And I kind of do want your opinion on this. So last year, Red Bull set broke the season record for the most points scored in the season. Mercedes used to have it back from their 2016 campaign when there were 21 races. Um, last year there were 22, mm-hmm. and they broke it. This year they had 22 as well because. Emila got canceled and China was not, we mm-hmm. weren't able to because COVID regulation. So, still a 22 race season. Um, last year, Red Bull scored 759 points. 
uh, Max took 17 victories last season. This season, he took 19. Um, in the constructors, they Absolutely scored. Crazy. In their constructors, Red Bull scored 101 more points than they did last year. Well, they finally got um, Red Bull 1 2 in the constructors, or in the drivers, you know. That, so, that plays a big part. Cho won two of the three races that Max didn't win. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And then Carlos won the other one? Yes. So that makes sense. Yeah. Last year, there were more race winners from other teams. Yeah. There was George. Carlos. Look, Charles probably won last year. Yeah. Lewis didn't win. Lewis has won in two years. In a long time. It's uh, Saudi Arabia 2021. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Oh, so we won't talk about that. Red Bull added 100 points to their points tally. Uh, Mercedes took 100. Well, okay, Max. Yeah. Max was one or two or five. He had one place finish, and then the rest were one or two. Yep. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That is insane. That is insane consistency. Yes. He didn't have one day enough. Ooh, okay. This is something I want to talk about. Uh, that I'm, car was reliable. Yes, that car is extremely reliable. The power unit is great. But one thing I do want to talk about is there have been some insane dominant cars during seasons. Sebastian Vettel 2013, Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg 14, 15, 16, the W11, which people never stopped talking about from 2020, so on and so forth. The 1998 to 1991 McLaren, great car, also has the same record as the current Red Bull with only one loss outside of their team. Um, Max might have been the most dominant this driver this year when it came to race pace. He set 12 pole positions this year in 22 races. He still doesn't have the record for most positions in a single season. And there's one driver who has that by two, and it's Sebastian Vettel from 2013. Okay. He took 15 of 19 possible pole positions in 2013. Yeah, because Charles would come out of nowhere and get a pole this season. Yeah. And then his one lap quality pace is is like such a weird, cool thing that he has. Yeah. That, like, obviously he doesn't convert it well. Like, he converts it horribly. But, um, yeah, that's the only interruption to Max is Charles' ability to do one lap really well in qualifying in Q3. Um, Moving down... Ferrari ended up going down roughly 150 points from last year. That makes sense because Charles struggled for a while, yeah. had a lot of bad luck, and then Carlos, towards the end of the season, was having bad luck. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. Mercedes. There's a lot of points left on the table by them. Mercedes dropped roughly 105 points. <sighs> Which is pretty crazy. I mean, that's because no race wins. Yes. And that's because McLaren. And Aston Martin had a lot of podiums. Yes. So this yeah. is the cool part. The gap between third and fourth last year was 340 points between Mercedes and Alpine. This year, mm-hmm. the gap was roughly 100 between Ferrari and McLaren. Yeah. So it feels like Red Bull, even more dominant than last year, but 
the next four teams. But everyone else is so much closer. So yeah. much closer, yes. Um, and that that is what made it very exciting this season. Yeah. A lot of different podium uh, uh, sitters, you know. Yeah. There, there was both the Mercedes, both the Ferraris, both the McLarens, and both the Alpines had podiums. And then, I don't think, did Lance Stroll get a podium? He did, so then both Aston Martins had a podium. So that is... I don't think Lance got a podium Martin this year. Machines. I think he peaked at six. Oh, God. Okay. But yeah. Um, that makes a lot of different podiums. That means the top... Yeah, that means like 10... 11 drivers had podiums or something like that. Similar, yeah. 11 different drivers had podiums. Yeah. Like that, that ought to be right. Yeah. At least 11 different drivers had podiums, which it's a lot more than a lot of seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of seasons, um, it's contained. So then in the driver's championship, so last year the bottom of the constructor's championship was a lot closer or sorry, they had more points, mm-hmm. save for Williams. Williams had eight points last year. Um, mm-hmm. But this year, actually, the bottom four teams had significantly fewer points. Um, it was yeah. Aston Martin, Haas, Alcantari, yeah. and Williams that were the bottom four teams last year, and it was 8, 35, 37, 55. So roughly uh, 120, 130 points to go around. Uh, there were... Mm-hmm. Less than a hundred points in total for the bottom four teams this year, which is less than the total points tally. That is Alpine. interesting. Yeah, that's less than all these yeah. total points tally. Huh. I think that this year had racing. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I think this year more exciting races. I think what made it exciting because, like, I think a lot of people kind of just got over the fact that Max was sitting at the top of the podium. Um, and was really, yeah, everybody was really more excited did. at looking at that battle for second, the battle for fourth, and the battle for seventh <laughs> because they're actually pretty yep. exciting battles for those just because the teams were so close. Like, I don't think it's it's been a long time since we've seen two teams like separated by four to ten points while they're sitting in the hundreds. Mm. So, that was yeah. really exciting. It gets you kind of excited, to see, especially when you see like race strategy and things like that, and they start like crashing. And things start going wrong. You're like, okay, yes. this is where the excitement comes in. So, um, but yeah. Okay, so one more thing to talk about the Abu Dhabi race. Mm-hmm. One more thing about it. The last tactics. Yes. With with Charles like becoming like a freaking race strategist, being his team. Well, what can I do? Can I back up myself? Can I give? Can I let Checo pass? Like, I just don't want George to, to get us mm-hmm. in constructors. He was trying, but I think they wouldn't let him do it, and then it got too late. What do you think? Well, no, he asked I think it could have worked if they would have... No, he asked in the last I think lap, and sh- that's when they did it. I think he was trying, like, maybe a couple laps before. He asked on 57. I, I can be... Okay. And then he let him through going okay. into turn 5 on 57, so Checo had one and a half laps to... Make the gap, and he got it to three point five, something like that. Yeah, so close, but no scar. Come on, Jack, mm-hmm. go drive faster. 
What did you want to get Pichu and the Rory. constructors? <laughs> Rory, after all their struggles throughout the year, um, I so, I didn't deserve it. It's nothing against Mercedes, and it's just in my head, Mercedes have never at any point in the entire season been the number two team. But okay. the teams that were fast enough to be number two at any given point didn't have that uh, either at the start of the season or consistently enough this season. Like, Aston Martin had it at the start of the season, then fell off. McLaren were the opposite. They did not have it at all during the first start of the season, and then they got it. So you had Aston Martin, who was definitively the second-best team, and then you had McLaren, who were consistently the second-fastest team. Ferrari came out of nowhere during the starts, uh, the, the last third of the season and were consistently the second-fastest team. Charles, in the past few races, has been phenomenal. Yes. But when you so, look through all the races... doesn't it make sense that that Mercedes being, like, the third-fastest team fourth at most would points. come along and just... would just... Yeah, no, it makes keep sense. Keep getting points, 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 They've points, just points, been P2. consistently, like, number Consistent. three or number four. And I think that's what a lot of teams, yeah. like... I think next season... The Let's Constructors see. is a season-long competition. Yes. So, so I, the drivers, in but... opinion, it would make sense. Mm. Yes, but it would make sense to me that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. Team obviously is this is the P two. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that they're the second fastest team. Yeah, I know. That's that's where my head's at right now. It's just yeah. like they were yeah. never the second fastest, and that's why I wanted Ferrari to. Get it need to be. Um, but so just because Ferrari was second fastest for a part of the season, you wanted them to be P two. I think Ferrari was second fastest over Mercedes for well over half the race of the season, but it's also Ferrari. It's Ferrari. Realistically speaking, Mercedes probably would have been a good like sixty seventy points in front of them if George didn't have issues and mistakes. In like Singapore, yeah, Italy races like that, because um, Georgia's second half of the season after the summer break was phenomenal. Uh, save for like, like yeah, I like mean, and you gotta you gotta give Lewis though for T three and the drivers. Well, I'm not taking it away from him, but like so, yeah. yes, Lewis got P three. At this point, it was kind of expected. Um, if anything, most people were kind of expecting him to go for P2, and then he had a really bad Las Vegas. Um, mm. But he also refused to take George's setup. Which, I mean, like, at some point, it's better to take your teammate's setup and, like, settle for, like, 5th or 6th place than be stubborn, take your own setup, and settle for ninth or out of the points. Yeah, that's true. Because George in both Vegas... I think they're just ready for a new car. Yes. Also, uh, Toto being uh, Lewis's makeshift engineer for the day. (laughs) Yeah. That was great. That was interesting. Um, Lewis, you're the fastest on track right now. Get after it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think Mercedes is struggling. I think they're ready for a new car. Um... But yeah, I mean, I guess now that this the season's at an end, kind of what is this? What is this last race or what you've seen so far? Kind of give you thinking into the next into next year. Um, I'm thinking that you know McLaren with with Lance.
going on. They have a real chance next year if they can start off on the right foot. If they can start off on the right foot, then they're right up there with McLaren and Ferrari, and, or with Mercedes and, and Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they have the drivers. Lando is going to get his win next year. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, I mean, basically with this race, I just, this whole season has been like, McLaren finally can get back there. I don't know. I I hope we see some other dominance. Uh, dominance would be so great. So great. We need to switch it up. It's time. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's my biased opinion, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think it's your biased mm-hmm. opinion, but that's okay. Uh, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, this, I'm joking. I think one of the things that um, the drivers tried to... Alex Albon also stood out. Yes. I think one of the things that a lot of the drivers try to keep fans like reminded of is that while everybody's closing in on Red Bull this season, Red Bull hasn't touched this car since... So I know. I. I know. I know. <laughs> and I know. like, have they? Didn't they bring They brought a floor. Oh, that's not an upgrade though. Um, so they did the same thing as Mercedes. Rather than bringing an upgrade, they brought a change of direction for their underfloor. Um, and both James Allison and Adrian Newey both said almost verbatim the same thing that it's not an upgrade. It's just made to expand the potential options for upgrades in the future. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Red Bull is going to be dominant next year. Hopefully there's some more different race winners. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'll have my hopes high until the first and we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I do think it's going to be a three or four way fight for second place next year. Um, with Good. McLaren, Mercedes, Ferrari, and hopefully Aston Martin's up there. Not that I like them as a team, just the more people fighting for a position, mm-hmm. the better. Honestly speaking, Alpine could be up there as well. They're a strange team. I hope so. Like they fought they, for. I podiums. hope they actually get something to work. Yeah, because they fought for podiums and like in Vegas they got fourth. In Belgium they got third. And mm-hmm. Monaco Great. they got third. But then you look at races like Abu Dhabi, Brazil, or Italy, where they just not like they couldn't even make it out of Q3. Got it wrong. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully they can pick themselves up, up as a team. Um, because for as much as I want, like, you know, Williams to be at the top, I also prefer watching... It's not that, like, I'm saying they never will be there again. That, that would take years upon years. I probably would be passed away before that happened again, honestly. But, uh... It's not no, that... No. It's not that, like, I don't want to see Williams at the top or somebody else at the top. I just think for fan perspective and just for the sport in general... The more teams there are fighting for your positions, the more fun the sport is to watch. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, that's why when you get to these end of season things, that fight for second, that fight for fourth, that four way fight for fourth and the drivers, four way fight for seventh and the constructors, like it's all down to the line and really does go to the last lap rather than being like, oh, you know, all these positions are tied up before the year's end. So. Hopefully, going into next year, yeah. we have more fights for more podiums, and I think we're officially going to have our 24 race calendar next year. China has officially lifted their COVID regulations, so I'm excited to see that track back on the calendar. It's one of Danny Rick's specialties. Um, 
And yeah. I'm also excited to get us back in Imola. It's not one of my favorite tracks, but after all the struggle that they've been going through this year, it'd be nice to just get a track or uh, get the cars out on track and kind of bring the spectacle back. Yep, for sure. Good season, good race. Um, much more to come next year. Yeah. Um, we didn't do a Las Vegas one yet. That one's going to come out in a couple weeks. Uh, we were all busy. Um, also, for any of you guys who celebrated it, happy Thanksgiving. Um, we'll do an actual, like, kind of in-depth season review towards the end of the month. Um, but yeah, happy holidays to everybody. If you stayed to the end of the episode, let me know how you felt about the last race. And until next time. It's lights out, and away we go.